And now, a word from our sponsors. Need a catch-up session on what you missed last week? Now you're listening to ArchD Radio, the podcast mix. ArchD Life FM, James here with you this evening. Uh, great to have your company here for show number 501. Doesn't have the same ring to it as show number 500, but my guest here is, well, she's she's one in a million not just one in 500. And one, Gianna Lucas, thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. Hello, James. Thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked to be back on ArchD. It's been, yeah, it's been a few years, yep. Long time. So people <laughs> people who were like really, really into ArchD, like you need to be really, really into it. But you were um, in 2015 for the uh, Australian Catholic Youth Festival in Adelaide. You were actually, you took over the reins of ArchD during that time when we did our live broadcast uh, there actually at the festival. And it's wonderful to have you back on because I don't think I've even spoken to you since uh, we had a, a big sort of like... Um, um, uh, uh, 10th anniversary celebration for yeah. the ArchD's anniversary and we got all of the people who'd won our sort of big award and we were asking everyone like uh, there was a few people there um, who'd won the uh, the Broadcaster of the Year award over a number of years. Uh, Georgia Cooper was one of those people. Uh, yeah. Kaylin Alexander was one of those people. And we were asking what has been the highlight of your whole time doing ArchD and they both said without skipping a beat working with Gianna at the Australian Catholic Youth Festival um, as your co-announcers when they were when they did those big epically long three-hour shifts (laughs) they were long shifts and going live as well yeah you know pre-recorded like it's a big thing I was so proud of those two like they were extraordinary and I'm so glad that they did win those awards because they deserved it like the way they stepped up with such confidence it's hard to do even sometimes even a podcast or a pre-recorded show, but going live and when you know that there are lots of people around watching you do that live record because we were there right at the conference is a big thing. So, yeah. Good on them. Yeah, because they were only very young then. So it's since then, yeah. Um, yeah. Georgia, just to fill you in, so Georgia's become a kind of like a, a marketing social media manager over in Melbourne. So she's over in your neck of the woods now. Uh, this is where, oh, sorry, a bit of background. Gianna's joining us from Melbourne over the line. And um, <laughs> Kaylin's now a nurse, uh, has qualified as a nurse and uh, absolutely loving it. And I'm actually seeing Kaylin this weekend because this is uh, this is gorgeous. Check this out. They have put together, um, for the people who are here in Adelaide, an ArchD Old Scholars Reunion. And I loved, I got an invite. I got this call like this. uh, uh, No, you, oh, you funny. Aren't you funny? Well, yeah, I'm the oldest scholar. Let's just say that. You're the OG scholar. I'm the OG scholar. I was there from number one. So, uh, so, but it's just, look, honestly, it's just so, well, I tell you what. And we'll get to this in a little while, like when you work with students a lot and you work with young people a lot, the fact that you know that you've that you've actually made a difference in their lives enough that they want to even get together after the fact and kind of reminisce and talk about uh, the experiences that they've had is so meaningful. Like, it's so meaningful. Gianna Lucas on the line from Melbourne, who I have not seen in so long, and it is just so good to see you. We met the very, very first time I was doing the maths. Brace yourself, Gianna Lucas for this we met mm-hmm. 10 years ago this year um at the australia yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> for people who are face. listening on the radio, your face just literally squashed into like, what? Uh, at, on stage, funnily enough, at the Australian Catholic Youth Festival, the very first one in Melbourne in uh, 2013, it was. Yes, that's right, because I think, was I a panellist? We were panellists. We were both panellists. Yes. It was one of those weird things where yes. the Australian right. Catholics magazine had mm. set up a kind of uh, – a weird kind of impromptu panel. So what they were doing was they had these topics, but then they would only invite people um, at the session before that. So you'd probably have two or three hours notice and then you had to come back. And I remember you and your lovely husband, Brendan, who I don't think you were married then. No, no, no. No, no, you weren't married then. 10 years ago, we were, yeah, 20, what am I now? Oh, I was turning, I was 21, turning 22. So yeah, not married yet. Yeah, not married at that point. And um, and you had to, like you said, yes, we'll do it, but we've got to go and do something first because you living in Melbourne, you actually have a life. It's not like people who come from interstate and go to a festival and go, well, this is my life now. This is all I'm going to do. I'll be available for anything. <laughs> so we came back and then, yeah, just sort of got chatting there and I think both realised fairly early on that we were both, and you can usually tell by the voice, the voice gives it away. They go, hey... Gianna, how are you doing? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Hey, by any chance, are you a radio person? Yes, actually, I am. It's 21 degrees, blood traffic out there. Wonderful. Uh, looks to change later on tonight. We've got lots of great music coming up on the stages outside. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what we were talking about too. I think we were talking about uh, Christian voices in the media. I'm sure that was the thing. Yeah, I think Yeah, we were talking about, we did that. And then I think we even did another panel the following day about uh, why, now, and now I remember why. It it was really called Why Atheism Wasn't For Me. Well, that was the that was the was panel that what on the Brendan second day. Was speaking about? Yeah, no, my we husband were, Brendan was he became a Christian around that time. Yeah, so I, I reckon we were all on that panel and there's a picture, wow. a photo. I might actually dig this up and stick it on the um the, the social media pages of <laughs> you, you, me, Brendan. And the uh, Mike McVeigh, the guy who was chairing the panel, the editor of Australian Catholics, as he was at that time. I think he's left there now, but I think um, at the time that's what he was doing. So there's a picture of us looking, you looking very, very young. Me just looking marginally younger than I do now. A bit less grey uh, than I did at the, uh, do now. But um, anyway, we're getting, like seriously, I, I, we've got to get onto the actual topic of what I want to talk to you about. Like yeah, I could reminisce. Yeah, Hey. <laughs> Well, we are here because, you know, your journey, um, you know, you have been, you know, a real, um, you know, although we've been kind of like, I guess, appears, I suppose, in a lot of ways, you've been a huge inspiration to me and uh, someone who I've definitely looked to as as someone, you know, who I'd like to model myself after more, you know, um, and oh, absolutely, definitely. But uh, because of all the stuff you've done in radio, all the stuff you've done in media and all the stuff that you've done mentoring young people as well. But we'll get onto that as well in a little bit. But I want to find out first for you, the actual faith journey for you, where did it begin, like, really? Like, I, I know, you know, you, you're born into the family, you're born into a Catholic family, but for you, when did it become something different other than just merely going along with your family to Mass and those sorts of things? Mm. I can remember two really significant moments. <clears throat> Pardon me. The first one was when I was in primary school. So, for context, I 
lived with a chronic and debilitating anxiety disorder. So much so that uh, most days going to school, going to my local shopping centre, whatever it might be, I would feel so anxious I would often puke before even getting out of the car. Oh, sorry, getting out of the car or down the side of the road. Yeah. So how old were you like when that really started to sort of like show itself? From the, the very first day of grade prep all the way to the start of grade six. Wow. Yeah. So some days were better than others. So I had a clinical psychologist at um, my the local hospital near my house called the Austin Hospital in Heidelberg, and yeah, it was it was a huge journey for me. And I remember obviously coming from a family of faith, would always pray to God, saying, you know, heal my body. You know, especially being such a bubbly person that if you knew me, my family circles, I wasn't shy. I was full of life and I was little Miss Chatterbox. That's what I was known as. But my anxiety would often get the better of me and so much so that I would feel so nauseous to to then have to puke. So, you know, it was a really, really tough time those years. I was in conflict constantly with myself going, I felt like I was a, had two personalities, my anxious self and then my creative self. Um, And I remember my very first morning of grade six and I remember getting ready for school and just feeling different. And I think I recognized, number one, that I was a senior student now. And I had this almost like a a reflective moment where I imagined myself in high school really anxious. And I knew that's not what I wanted my world to look like. And I remember just taking deep breaths, looking myself into the mirror and praying. And I recall getting into the car to go to school and I was sitting in the front seat and I remember looking out into the window and then looking into the side mirror and looking up to the sky and it was a beautiful morning and I just closed my eyes and I said, I'm healed, God, I'm healed. And from that moment, I never experienced nausea ever again. Wow. And I was so grateful and I knew it was a miracle. In fact, my psychologist who I saw even said to me, there is no scientific evidence to show how in one day you can go from light to day, like night to day. Mm. He said, it's a miracle. And I knew it was a miracle. My parents did. And I, from that moment onwards, said, God, you've healed me from this. I want to use my voice for social good. And I still say the same line today to make a difference on this planet. I've been given a voice. I can use it. And I'm very creative. So everything I, from that point onwards, everything I got involved in, I decided to, yeah, make a positive difference in any way I can, whether it be in Christian circles, in in the workplace, whatever it might be. And I think that was one of the most key moments where I realized that we have a great God and that I'm not alone and that he had a big vision for my life. And I recognize also going through that really turbulent time in my life, and I've had many (laughs) turbulent times, but that was the first one. It has made me who I am today and has definitely strengthened my faith. faith. And to experience that at a young age is amazing as well, you know, to to feel God's presence, you know, in grade six. (laughs) And now... 
Gianna Lucas uh, over down the line in Melbourne is a very special guest, someone who has been a, a kind of like a colleague at a distance for a, a very, very long time for the last 10 years. Uh, Gianna uh, is an amazing youth mentor, but also a very well-known radio host and radio producer on our sister station on Light FM in Melbourne. Um, I just want to sort of follow on. So you, you just spoke about that amazing sort of transformational experience that you had uh, when you really felt the grace of God uh, upon you and gotten over that huge amount of social anxiety just in a moment. Um, So from that moment on, how has that kind of found its way into your life in the work that you have done? I mean, if we, can we go through just sort of like quickly then when you sort of went into, because when I met you, you were working as a producer on yeah. the Light FM breakfast show. Maybe you sort of like, how did you get to that point? And then what's mm. kind of happened from there? <laughs> Big question. Uh, well, firstly, I'll say that absolutely what I experienced when I was in primary school and that journey I had in that miracle absolutely made me realize that I wanted to get into media mm. without a doubt because it's a platform that allows you to, if you choose to, make a difference and elevate. And that was the choice I wanted to make and be involved in things that made people laugh, that made that moved people yeah. in a really, really powerful way as well. Um, so basically, long story short, I had a recording contract when I was 14. Mm. So I, I remember, yeah, <laughs> you're in that. It was the, it was, no, what was it? It was the band. And that was the ah, spin-off of yeah, but it was what was the spin-off of? It was a spin-off Barbie. of a Barbie spin-off. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not funny because that's it's like it's because you 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 did you wrote songs, you had hits. It was like yeah, it was yeah. a big deal at the time. It was. Well, we're actually really big, and it's funny. I feel like it never even happened, or it was in a past life or something, because it just feels like so much time has gone since then. But it was an extraordinary thing, and I think even though I love music, I think being involved in that environment, particularly seeing the good the good stuff the good side of the media but also seeing more of the uglier side of the entertainment industry that's when I thought you know what I've realized that I've got a voice that people potentially want to hear and so I want to use it in a really positive way so I decided to align myself with programs and with initiatives that did just that so long story short I got into a bachelor of journalism and I, as I was studying that, I was also volunteering at my local community station in radio because I really loved radio. And then I started volunteering at 89.9 The Light, which at the time was called 89.9 Light FM. And I eventually got a gig on weekends announcing and then became, as you were alluding to, the breakfast producer for uh, the for Lucy. And at the time it was Ken, but now it's Lucy and Cal. So I got to work with both of them and it was really, really cool. And then it got to the point where I also got uh, my own gig as well on Saturday nights doing a party mix. And I then got this opportunity outside of radio to be a part of a startup, which was this empowering women's digital magazine. It was brand new. And with my background in journalism, they wanted me to use my voice, but in the written written world. So I got involved in that. And then one thing led to another. I did that for a year. I started up my business called Miss Savvy, which I don't have anymore, but I did content creation for businesses and writing and all sorts of things. And then... Um, got involved in podcasting. This was now 2017. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I got into it is because it's really important to say that I thought I lost my way. What do you mean? Because when I was involved in 
content creation, which was really, really fun for businesses, I felt like I was filling up everyone else's cup, but mine was empty. Right. In that I felt like what I was called to do to be in radio and to use my voice for social good, I wasn't doing it anymore. And I was like, well, I'm not in radio at the moment. What can I do? So I set up this podcast called Promenade With Me where I'd elevate women's voices, share their stories, and it was weekly podcast. And I did over 50 episodes of that. I think I did around 65 episodes. And out of that, God is so good because out of that, uh, a whole lot of opportunities came, which led me into the youth space. So I became a board member at a youth organization called Bridge Builders here in Melbourne who do amazing work to support at-risk youth. I was invited many times to run workshops and facilitate talks and share my story and strategies for young people. And then it led me to starting up my own business where I would coach young women as a life coach. Uh, and then ultimately leading into her power, which is what I do as well now as getting back into radio, where I run this life skills e-learning platform to help young people be the best people they can be and future-proof their lives in high school, uni and beyond. And then how radio came back into it, because that's what I'm doing again, back where I started <laughs> like I was all those years ago, was because of the pandemic. I lost a lot of work when I was getting into schools um, because schools went remote, particularly here in Victoria, where we're in lockdown for oh, so man, much. Oh, man, you were in years. so we, – we thought we had it rough. Yes. On, no, we, no, no, no. I, sorry, I take that all back because I just realised I'm speaking to a Melbourne person here. But, like, my <laughs> brother-in-law um, lives yes. and, and works in Port Melbourne, and, right. um, and he yes. was saying it was something like three quarters quarters of the year between, I think, yep. 2021, um, about nine months, you guys were in some sort of various stage of lockdown or yep. restricted yep. movement, yep. which to us just kind of, yep. I mean, we had a lot of remote learning, but it was nothing yep. like that. A lot of it was, oh, was still in person, but we still couldn't go into schools. We still had to do a lot of, you know, doing our classes via, via Zoom yep. and Microsoft Teams and stuff like that. But you yep. guys, you had it so rough. Oh, it was it was really really difficult. I'm I'm not going to lie, and I think s kids were struggling, students were struggling, teachers, and you know naturally they were just doing what they could just to get the kids through the classroom. Mm. External activities weren't really introduced, so I and again listen to how God works in mysterious ways. Mm. I thought, right, well, I need an income. What do I love? I love radio. I can use my voice for social good that way. So I dial my old boss, the content director at Light, and. The phone didn't even ring. He answered straight away. I did not hear it even dial. <laughs> he says, oh, gee, thanks so much for answering the call. And I said, what? I was ringing you. I said, well, you're ringing me. And no. I said, what were you ringing me for? And he says, I was ringing you to get you back as an announcer. And I said, that's exactly what I was ringing you for in the exact same moment. So that out. That is wild. March 2020, I have been an announcer at The Light. So yeah. we're coming up to, to three years of me being at that radio station again, my second stint. So I've been orig – originally I was Nights announcer. I was co-hosting Nights, mm. um, did that for two years pretty much. Um, and then over this sort of last year – I've been doing Saturday breakfast as well on 89.9 The Light with my co-host Ewan. And yeah, we're, it's been so much fun. I absolutely love it. So what? So what's your slot at the moment? You're doing nights? 
No, I was doing nights. Yeah. I was going I was going live with nights and I realized that after doing it for quite a while that I couldn't sustain doing every single night, Monday to Friday, particularly yeah. because I'm married as well and it was just a little bit hard with trying to negotiate dinner and all the life yeah. life yeah. stuff that happens. Um, so I'm doing Saturday Saturday breakfast, so six AM to ten AM on eighty nine point nine the light with mm. Ewan. But I also sometimes do during the week. So for example, recently I was just on drive filling in. So Often when I'll fill in on drive or even sometimes breakfast whenever they need me mm. um, because, of course, I still run Her Power, which is my organization for young people. So I try to fit everything around that as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Well, I'm thrilled that you're back on the air anyway. Like when, when, <laughs> I, when I know that you'd stopped, I was like, oh. You know, it's one of those things where you've got to be mindful of the fact that when you see people who you really admire doing certain things, like, you know, when you hear about famous <clears throat> musicians and stuff like that that you love and you go, oh, they're retiring for now and you go, oh, but they're just so good at it. Is it just, <laughs> it, it really does bite when you go, oh, you know, so, you know, purely selfishly, I'm so glad that you're back on that air again. Hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Moore. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now, this is Archie. Archie Radio 1079. Live. <laughs> I want to talk about this weekend's gospel, which is uh, Matthew 5:13 to 16. In reading it, it really prompts in me a, a, a really great question. And I would like to throw this question to you, mm-hmm. Gianna, which is Has there been a moment when you've witness somebody living out Jesus's lesson to be the light of the world shining before others. And it's been like really so obviously clear because we have those amazing moments that I can think of as well in my own life. But has there been a time when you've actually seen that and you've borne witness to that? Mm, That is such a great question. Yes, the answer is yes, many times. Um, I think I had a very recent experience actually uh, where I caught up with one of my friends, Shauna, for her birthday and a few of us girls got together and I got to meet one of her beautiful best friends from the United States and she's this ray of sunshine and when I met her, I knew that she was this beautiful human that achieves so much um, over there and even around the world. She's in the entertainment industry. And like myself, she's on a mission to support young people wherever they are around the world, especially those that are disadvantaged. Her name's Monique Coleman and um, she's a Hollywood actress and a youth activist and everything. And when I got to sit down with her, I got to hear her share her story of what she's been through in her life and the incredible things that she has done. And why I, the best way I can answer this question, James, is what I find the most beautiful is I see God's light shining in people through sharing of stories. Mm. And it's amazing to hear that on a really large scale and on even smaller scales, how we, when we're open to it, can do extraordinary things, big and small, to make this world a better place. You don't have to be, you know, a United Nations ambassador to do good things. I think it's a choice that we get to make each and every day to be the light of Jesus in this world. Yeah. Um, and it makes totally. me very emotional thinking about this <laughs> because, like I've said in this this chat, uh, I want to use my voice for social good. And I guess in in, a matter, in another way of saying it is because I want to be the light of Jesus in this world. I want to be able to support people that if they're having a crappy day, that 
there is light at the end of the tunnel and tomorrow will, the, the sun will rise again, literally. Um, and so thank you for asking that question because, yeah, for me, I can't necessarily say there's been one significant moment because I see it everywhere. And I think also working at 89.9 The Light, which is a Christian radio station, every day I get to see lives being transformed through beautiful conversations being shared on air and, you know, uh, words to live by, which we do at the top of every hour. There are little moments every day that add up to be this big thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Um, Gianna is here with us for the whole hour for the radio show and uh, she'll stick with us after we've heard from the wonderful Gus and Iggy who we've both seen and actually you had them on the um, uh, the, the outside broadcast when we did it at HD at the Youth Festival. Yes. They came Can on. Can I just say, they're amazing. They are amazing. I think then uh, Louisa Daniels, the singer, is probably, probably one of my favourite singers in any genre. I just think she's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, this is You Are My Hope from their Jonah EP. You're listening to ArchD on Life of M. Lately it's been too dark to see why I'm held here on my knees. Why does this have to be so hard? I can see the light day, but it's a hundred miles away. Good is so good, why am I struggling? Something good 
the wonderful Gus and Iggy. Uh, that is you, I hope you are listening to HD here on Life FM. Uh, our wonderful guest for the uh, whole show has been Gianna Lucas from Melbourne, uh, from The Light, our sister radio station over in Melbourne, and also from Hapal, this wonderful resource available for young people. She also does heaps of workshops, lots of stuff, um, and really is sort of like a Catholic youth minister par excellence, but in a completely sort of slightly offbeat way that that we would usually usually look at youth ministry in a, in a lot of ways. Um, have I represented you well enough there, Chiana, by what I've said? Five stars. Ten okay. out of ten. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. Leave me a good <laughs> Yelp. Like, I'll give you 11 out of ten. That was really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, leave me a good Yelp review. That's fine. Um, <laughs> lovely. Um, if you haven't caught what we've been talking about, please jump onto the podcast version of it, HD Radio, wherever you get your podcast, you can hear Gianna's whole amazing story. We've just been talking while the song's been playing about a way that we can maybe get you over here, uh, Gianna, to to do some some talks and some workshops with people. That would just be amazing. And I'm sure our young people would get so much out of that. It would be great. Um, and uh, we've got to just catch up so much sooner than we have done for the last time. So this is our, our, our sort of our special show where we celebrate our 10th anniversary of actually meeting each other um, on stage at the Catholic Youth Festival in Melbourne. Um, it's been a joy. Thank you, Gianna, for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. We are and here. Congrats. I was going to say just quickly oh. and congrats on doing more than five hundred episodes. I know five hundred shows. That's pretty so wild, good. isn't it? Oh, well thank done. you. Thank you. Lovely clap. We are here every week with a brand new podcast version of the ArchD show. Check out all of our other podcasts, including the latest school life content on our website, archdradio.com, and find us on social media at ArchD Radio for heaps of behind-the-scenes stuff. Or you can catch the show when it airs on Life FM every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. We will see you again very soon. Bye.